Hello and welcome to the Yarniax podcast. This is episode 101, which we are recording on Tuesday, November 10th, 2015. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And it's cold enough for knitwear in Santa Cruz. Finally. So what are you wearing? <laughs> finally, 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 we get to pull out sweaters. In fact, this morning when I was rooting around for a sweater to wear, yay. <laughs> I pulled out, finally pulled out from my easily accessible shelves all of my summer type sweaters, and I thought I'm going to pack these away. Of course, oh, that you means we're probably done that? I haven't done it. Oh, yet. Okay, I, I pulled them all it. out. They're they're all on my bed right now. Oh wow! And I'm going to get out some of my colder weather sweaters. So I'm so excited. Excellent. Yeah, we <laughs> so went excited. literally over. Halloween weekend, Halloween day was roasting. It was. And within 48 hours, it was yeah. in the 40s and 50s. Well, Halloween was on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. It was 72 degrees when my kids went out to start trick-or-treating. Granted, it got colder as the evening progressed, of course, and they went out early, but still, it was 72 degrees yeah. out. And then the we changed, yes, and then we changed the clocks back that night. Sunday was still kind of warm, and then Monday morning, boom. It was chilly. <laughs> yeah, for, for those of us who are, you know, big Santa Cruz weather winds. Yes. But yeah. Well, this morning, we, Melissa and I went running and our bodies just did not warm up. It was yeah. in the 40s the whole time we were yeah. running. It was cold it's hard. for Santa Cruz. It's, it's very cold. It's cold anyway. Nobody, so what are you wearing? If you're cold, you're cold. That's true. <laughs> so I am wearing the sweater that I dug around for was my Rocky Coast cardigan, which is a pattern by Hannah Fettig. She released this pattern back in October 2011, so just four years old, and I knit mine right away after she released the pattern back in November of 2011. It remains to this day one of my favorite sweaters, partly because I knit it in one of my favorite yarns, Malabrigo Rios, in one of my favorite colorways (laughs) of that yarn, which is Pearl 10, which surprisingly enough, is a grayish lavender no color <laughs> so dark lavender think it, it's called pearl 10 think those dark gray pearls right it, to I me it's more like it's an, a deep after. eggplant as opposed to lavender it has those little yeah. blips of lavender yeah. but it's definitely a darker yeah color yeah yep. beautiful it is and i just love this sweater love 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 it And what else was I going to say about it? It is, oh, I called mine the Foggy Coast Cardigan. (laughs) That must have been a year of fog for us. It was. And I also have in Ravelry, a.k.a. the Recovery Sweater, because I knit this sweater four years ago after I had had a medical procedure and I was not supposed to lift anything or exercise for several weeks so I was just kind of relaxing because I couldn't exercise I don't remember how long I couldn't exercise but that time that I occasionally spent exercising and then the time that I could not be doing things like grocery shopping because I'm not supposed to lift yes (laughs) so that was that was why I knit it so quickly, and I think why I knit it right away, because I just, I had the yarn, and I had the pattern, it was a new pattern, and I wanted something to cheer myself up while I was convalescing. 
I remember so, doing that. Yeah. My coastal hoodie that I knit, it was the same thing. I was yeah. having a procedure, and I knew I couldn't lift anything heavier than whatever they said, a dinner plate yeah. for four weeks. Oh, my so, gosh. Okay, that gives me permission yeah. to knit like the wind. Yeah. yeah, I knit a gigantic sweater. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So I'm wearing it right now. Yay. Love it. Love it. Love it. It looks great on you, too. Thank you. And you don't have the slipping off your shoulders problem that I had with mine. I don't. fantastic. I don't know why. There's... Yeah, it, it's a sweater that doesn't have big fronts. So I know a lot of folks, in addition to Gail, experienced the sweater slippage problem where they kept having to rearrange it. And so it, it didn't sit properly on them. But mine seems to fit okay. It's perfect on so, you. Thank you. That looks good with me, Gail. Thanks. So what are you wearing? I am wearing, for the very first time ever, my focus dress, which is a dress that I knit during the summer. It's a pattern by Meiju KP from Knit Scenes Spring 15, Spring 2015 issue. And I knit this with Western Sky Knits Magnolia Sock, which is their Merino Cashmere Nylon Blend. And it's in the Jasmine colorway, which is kind of my signature pink but it's a tonal so it has little blips of darker and lighter and it's just fabulous i love it and i was so happy to be able to wear it when it started getting cold enough i was doing like you did looking through my closet like okay what can i finally wear yeah. and what can i finally wear that i still haven't taken finished objects pictures yeah of because too. it hasn't been cold enough i so, have a few of those too yeah, I think that's going to determine the order in which I wear things. So, okay, I'm going to wear this so I can finally get pictures of it. So my husband took some pictures of me before I left, and they are not very good. So Charlene's going to take some more before I leave here. It's a mission to get pictures into Ravelry finally. And I'm also wearing a hat. So I never really warmed up after running, despite a hot shower. And the hat that I'm wearing is the Pressed Leaves Beret by Alana Dacos. And I used gift yarn. My awesome friend, Sarah, a spell of winter, sent me a skein of Solstice Yarns Sea Fay. And let me look at the blend of this yarn. It is 50% merino, 50% silk. And it is in a maroonish pink color that matches my dress fairly well. It does. So when my head was cold, I thought I haven't ever worn the hat either because... We just haven't had that much hat wearing opportunity. So great opportunity to wear two hand knits at the same time. And I'm feeling oh so knitterly stylish. <laughs> so what have you been stocking since the last episode? A couple of things. One of them is a fun little flighty pattern called Check Me Out. But not Check Me Out. It's Check Meow. Meow. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Those are so cute. I saw that pattern. And the reason it's called Check Meow. So M-E-O-W-T. Yes, thank you very much. Is because it is a cat or an owl or panda knee-high socks. Super adorable. Very, very cute. The sample cat socks, which are right up my alley, are knit in a medium gray and then at the very top there's a little cat face knit into it <laughs> complete with long whiskers the nose is a little pink heart the owl pair has owl eyes and a beak 
and let's see the panda pair are those which, duplicate stitched over you the know, socks i didn't even look it is i think it is it says color work oh so okay. well the cat looks like color work be... to me oh look on the heel oh the heel says meow yeah a little heart and the owl says hoot so it oh, says the cute. face and the heel are given as color charts to be applied by duplicate stitch. Okay. So yes, it is duplicate stitch, which definitely would be more desirable than doing little intarsia eyes and yes. nose and whiskers, I would think. I agree. <laughs> and then the last one is a panda, which she doesn't have a separate photo of just the panda sock. Which she might have one in the pattern, but there isn't one on the Ravelry page. Oh, wait, there is one there is if one. I scroll There's down. So that one is just a white sock with black eyes and then little black ears sewn on and little pink rosy cheeks like the panda. So it's a silly little fun pattern. Would I ever make it? I don't know if I would ever make it because I don't know if I would ever wear something where they would show, but... They're quirky, fun, and they caught my eye. I like them. They're super cute. The designer is named Lauren Riker. And if you recognize that name, it is because she won the Fiber Factor contest. Oh, it's Yes. Reality Several knitter. years ago, there was a somewhat reality knitter web yeah it was web presentation where they had several designers compete different spot different pro different what am i what am i saying not projects different every there so were several competitions every month or, they had a month or more to knit based on a theme uh, right, or something a prompt right, of some sort right and then they were given materials from Scassell and such so that's where I first saw her if I remember correctly the the shows themselves weren't that successful because the recording, recording quality, quality was uh, so dismal. it was atrocious it was dismal yeah. I tried to watch several episodes because I thought it was a fun idea and I did watch several episodes through but I will admit there were a couple episodes that the sound quality and the audio quality was so bad I just gave up because I have better things to do with yeah, my time exactly. than suffer through it but she does have other fun little patterns I saw she also has koala socks heart socks her patterns are all kind of fun inspired kind of whimsical whimsical is a good word one of the for example she has a really basic tank top but the cutout in the back is in the shape of a heart she has lots of heart socks very girly fun i remember thinking that the few episodes of fiber factor that i watched that her designs were very girly that's yes. the, the exactly. adjective i always thought yeah. of with hers yeah in a good way right exactly so that was check me out by Lauren Riker. Clever name. Yes, it Three is. Points for a clever name. It is. And then the second thing that I'm stocking is a pattern that was pointed out to me by a co-worker last week. And it is called Koa by Jennifer Dassau. 
and it looks like it's a pattern from September 2013 and she the designer describes it as a shapely cardigan jacket with short sleeves knit using the contiguous method referring to the sleeves the sleeves are knit in the contiguous method and it's got a little bit of a stand-up collar lots of buttons it's designed as a short sleeve sweater you could make it a long sleeve sweater there aren't a lot of projects on Ravelry like I said the patterns from September 2013 there's only 17 projects so there's not a lot to look at but I looked at it and the sweater is just my style it is completely <laughs> you when you told me about it I looked at it and I thought oh my gosh that's 100% your style so I may be making that one along with my coworker who had plans to make it. I'm, I might be jumping in on her bandwagon. <laughs> and I do have some yarn that I think I would like to use as well. The pattern calls for worsted weight and the sample is knit in Madeline Tosh Vintage. I don't think I'm going to be knitting a sweater in Madeline Tosh Vintage just because that seems far too heavy for me. Yeah. But I do have some Neighborhood Fiber Company DK yarn, which I think will work. Sweet. And I think I have enough. What color is it? Purple. <laughs> what's, what's the colorway name? It's not the Lauraville, is it? No, this one is a darker purple. I can't picture it. Did I'll you get show it you stitches? later. Yes, I did. Then I know I've seen it. Yes, you have. <laughs> So that's the second thing I'm stocking. And then the third thing I'm stocking is just a category, really. I've been looking for simple knits to make and suggest for last-minute gifts. I was telling Gail that I'm putting together some last-minute gift presentations for the yarn store that I work at. And I was collecting a list to help folks who are in the situation that want to make last minute gifts, some simple, low yardage type items. And I found, let's see, I found Oats, which is a tin can knits pattern, and it's a short cowl. So it, approximately a one skein project because it says approximately 200 yards. So if you have a one single skein, of a worsted or slightly less DK, maybe white yarn, you could do this cow. So that's the last thing I'm stocking. How about you? What are you stocking? Well, I'm future stocking something, so I don't really know how to describe that other than I'm stocking it on Instagram. <laughs> it's the new sweater by Yelena Dasher, Y Malcolm on Ravelry. And if you followed some of the people who were at Rhinebeck, or you may have even seen the sweater on the front page of Ravelry at Rhinebeck, all the people who tested it, and they tested it in a range of rainbow colors, which I don't know if that was intentional or not. They I all stood in a rainbow yeah. line and took pictures together, and it was a beautiful picture. And of course, it had the the Rhinebeck colors of fall in the background, and it was just beautiful. And then it was again featured on the front page of Ravelry, and it's a beautiful Erin style sweater and i believe it's in sport weight yarn and it's just really really pretty so i'm waiting for that to come out i've seen pictures on instagram 
Oh, well I see. So it doesn't have a name yet. No. Oh, no, it's okay. not released. I was going to say, what is it called? Future, <laughs> that's why it's future stocking. Oh, I so, see. Okay. Now, I think it's going to be released within the next week or two, but we'll see. So future stocking that, it's super cute, and it may be something that I shop for at Stitches for yarn mm-hmm. because I don't have any sport weight yarn or enough sport weight yarn in stash to knit a sweater. And I don't think I'd want to sub out a fingering weight for something with that many cables and stuff. So we'll see, but mm-hmm. it looks beautiful. I'll have to look for that. Yeah. The other two that have been released... One is by Monica Sierna. It's a brand new pattern she just released, and it's a skirt. The pattern name is Lady Avon, E-A-V-A-N. It is stunning. There is no other word to describe it. It is just stunning. If you look at the pattern pictures, she is. it's knit in a burgundy color, which is one of my favorites. And she has, okay, so here's the picture. It's a light fingering white. It's a chevron lace pattern the entire skirt is chevron lace and she's wearing it over a white full underskirt so you can clearly see the beautiful chevron pattern and it's full and it's beautiful and it hits her a little under the knee and she's wearing a beautiful matching lacy top and then beautiful shoes and white stockings it's just stunning the pictures are amazing and like Charlene said, she might not knit the me out, check me out <sighs> socks. I don't know if I would actually knit the skirt because I don't know if I would ever have an occasion to wear it. It's that beautiful. Let me read her description. It says, let's skip in time to a czar palace and watch figures dancing gracefully. Enjoy old Hollywood glam in its full glory. Get ready for the holidays or squeal in excitement at the upcoming wedding of your best friend. Lady Yvonne is a T-length gathered skirt worked in timeless chevron, creating a statement piece suitable for any occasion in your life. The solid hemline and waistband frame the delicate lace like a piece of artwork. And it's true. And she does state that an underskirt is absolutely necessary. It's very lacy. (laughs) You would see straight through. Right. Now, does she also include instructions for making the underskirt she did i read she posted in our group in the coupons and deals thread the other day and i'm almost certain that she said there are instructions in the pattern although it doesn't say it on the pattern page and she even has a matching pattern for little girls so you could have a matching skirt with your daughter but it's just stunning it is so pretty. pretty i could see i would knit it shorter and I would want to wear it just as full. But again, I don't know where I'd ever wear that. But you never know. If I have some special occasion, I might knit that because it's just so, so pretty. So well done, Monica. It's just stunning. It's like a knit piece of artwork to me. Like some of those knit and crocheted wedding dresses mm-hmm. that you see. It's mm-hmm. just that pretty to me. Yeah, I'll have to look at that because I'm curious about the underskirt. Because you could take the underskirt pattern and then change up the pattern on the lace knit part yeah you could you, know, you, you can make to different change. versions right <laughs> absolutely true i'm looking up what she put in the thread and our group have... because she also mentioned where is it that she it took her a long time to take the fo pictures because oh it was our fo thread because she was trying to figure out exactly the right way to do the underskirt. Mm-hmm. And she was shopping for one and couldn't find one she liked, thus she made one. And I think those are the instructions provided 
in the pattern. But before I mislead you, because then you could also make different colors of underskirt for different looks. Exactly. Yeah, you could do different lengths, different fullness. <laughs> yeah, it sounds fun. I'm intrigued. She said she was procrastinating on the underskirt. Well, not any underskirt. It needed to have the exact flare and fullness, exact length, and on top of everything, the exact color. At some point, I was considering to use even a wedding dress, but at the end, I made my own and added simple sewing instructions to the pattern. So there you go. Oh, okay. So, beautiful skirt. Yeah, that looks fun. The other thing I'm stocking is another new pattern. It's a cardigan that was just released by Vanessa Smith, and she is the designer of the Julissa sweater that I knit a couple of years ago. And it is a beautiful button front cardigan knit in sport weight yarn. And it has a beautiful lattice texture throughout the whole body of the cardigan. And then it has a shawl collar. I guess you wouldn't have guessed that since I fell in love with it. <laughs> I always have this shawl collar thing. But a shawl collar and it has a couple cables in the front and it's fitted. And I think it's the all over waffly texture that grabbed me right away. And the only thing that's kind of making me hesitant is the raglan shaping. It's raglan sleeve shaping, which I think it looks good on me. It's not a matter of how it looks, but it, I don't know if it would pull. It's sport weight, so it wouldn't be too heavy. And especially if I knit it in a lofty wool, it wouldn't pull, but it's a really, really pretty sweater. She knit it in a natural color and it just looks so sheepy and pretty. And she did these big brass buttons and it just looks so pretty. So that's the Avalyn, A-V-A-L-Y-N, by Vanessa Smith. And she's Mad Tosh Sport for that. Super, super pretty sweater. So I can, that's one that, you know how sometimes you see a sweater and you can actually imagine yourself wearing it? Mm -hmm. That one I can imagine myself wearing. It would look cute. She has it styled with jeans and a shirt, but it would be super cute over a skirt or even some dresses as well. So check that one out. Super cute. And, oh, a category, crocheted blankets. Thank you, Amy, Amy Yokohama. That's your fault. So in the stocking thread, she posted a new-to-me designer, Amanda Perkins, who has the most beautiful, colorful, whimsical, mostly hexagon mm. types of crocheted blankets. They're beautiful. And, yes, I'm already working on a crocheted blanket, so I didn't need ideas for other ones, but... Definitely, if you have any interest whatsoever in crochet patterns, check her stuff out because it's just so pretty and colorful. Very pretty stuff. I would love to make another blanket. I love making blankets. I've been thinking that, I think I may have mentioned this once before too, the thin yarn that I bought from the farmer in Maine, it's mm -hmm. DK weight. I think I might need a blanket out of that hmm. instead of a sweater. I forgot about that yarn. Yeah. It's so soft and wonderful. You can just imagine wrapping up in it. <laughs> so anyways, I digress. So what have you been knitting? I have been knitting and I just pulled it out to show Gail my secret oh, so garden pretty. shawl. Which is oh, wow. absolutely hey, look at my so hat. pretty. Kind of match. Oh yes. <laughs> They're both Alana Dacos patterns. So Secret Garden Shawl, hashtag secret garden along. This is the knit along that we have been doing along with Annie Light Knits and the pattern is from Alana Dacos 
Annie did the kits, the Secret Garden Along kits that we have mentioned in the past. And this yarn is just so yummy that I, I wrote in my show notes that knitting with this yarn is calm and soothing in the same way reading the Secret Garden story oh, is. That's so sweet. <laughs> because there's something so calm about reading that book. Mostly, I assume, because having read it when I was little, you know what's going to happen. You might not remember all of the details, but you know where the story is going. Mm -hmm. And you know everything is going to be resolved. And you know people will be happy (laughs) at the end. Sort of like her other books. Yes, sort of like her other books. But working with this yarn is somewhat the same for me. It just feels good while you're getting there. That's the same exact base as my focus dress that I'm wearing oh, right now. Oh, isn't it wonderful it's to wonderful. work with? It's so soft and yeah. wonderful. Yep, I really enjoyed I it. I really like it. And the yarn is from Western Sky Knits, also part of the kit. And listening to the book, The Secret Garden, inspired me to then go back and listen to A Little Princess, which was my favorite of the author's books. The author is Frances Hodgson Burnett. When I was little, A Little Princess was my favorite book. And so now, I I finished that. Now I'm listening to Little Lord Fauntleroy. (laughs) I don't think I ever read any of her other books. Oh, you didn't? I don't think so. You should. They're fun. I should. I've already downloaded the Secret Garden audiobook, so when I start the shawl, I will listen. Yeah. I'm enjoying Little Lord Fauntleroy. I don't remember if I read that one when I was little. I, I don't remember the specifics of the story. And also the main character is a little boy, not as appealing as the books that were the stories girls, about the little yeah. girls. So, But good but, for her for writing one from the Yes. <laughs> well yes. Done. Yes. So I'm really enjoying this. Thank you so much to Annie for including us in this knit-along. And... If you are knitting this shawl or something inspired by the Secret Garden Along, please jump in or pop into our Secret Garden Along thread in our Ravelry group. We've had some fun book discussion there. People have been sharing stories about reading the books with their kids, which I'm really enjoying hearing about. I like that too, yeah. 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 So that's the first thing that I am working on. The second thing is just some simple mitts I was showing Gail. And as I mentioned, I've been putting together a list of last minute gifts to share with some clients and students at the store that I work at. So I put together just a simple stockinette, little easy mitt pattern that only takes about 30 yards. So this can be- That was it? Yes. Oh my goodness. So for one, for one mitt, so 60 for both. So it can be a very last minute gift. In wow. fact, I knit a pair of these while I was watching something the other night. And I knit them in less than an evening's knitting time. So it was very quick. Wow. Very, very quick. And then the third thing I'm knitting is just a basic hat. It's also sitting here on the table. And I think this is ultimately going to become a charity hat because I'm behind on my charity hats for the year. So we'll see if I can catch up. I probably can't. I don't really have a goal per se because it's just something I like to do when I have 
the time. Just yep. knit hats to give away. Well, and so it's also that time of year now that it's cold here. That is cold enough that, yeah. Shelter. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that is it. I need to get a new sweater on the needle soon. How about you? What are you knitting? I have the sleeves of Mike's sweaters on the needles in my hands right now. I'm doing the tedious part of the slipped rib cuffs. So that type of rib, you knit through the back loop, purl one, knit through the back loop, purl one on the right side, and then you do the opposite on the other side. So you purl through the back, knit, purl through the back, knit. And it takes me forever. I don't know why it takes me so long. So basically I have about an inch of sleeve started. So that means I finished the fronts of his, his sweater. I finished those in, in October, which was my goal. So now I'm starting the sleeves, which will take a mighty long time, but I have this whole plan. So the fronts are done, the back is done. I want to block them, seam the shoulders, and start doing the button band and collar, which is all picked up and knit at the same time. Because that will be, it's not slipped rib, what did I call it? Twisted rib is what it is, mm. not slipped rib, twisted rib. The whole button band collar will be That's twisted rib. It's gonna take stitches me on the needle. So I figure I can only do this in daylight because the yarn is so dark. Right. So I'm going to get that body part collar started as soon as I can, as soon as I have time to block those. Work's been really busy. So I actually had to work instead of knit. What is going on <laughs> with the world? So when I have time, I'll block those, seam the shoulders, and get that started because I think my life will be much better if I give myself five or six weeks to do that tedious part mm -hmm. rather than try to cram and get it all done really quickly. So that's what I'm knitting at this very moment. And three other things on the needles. So I started my Ecuador sweater by Hohi Locatelli. So last episode I was waffling between three sweaters. I picked Ecuador and I picked that one because her fall knit along goes through the end of November. I'm pretty sure about that. And because it's the month where they do Nanny Suimo. So Nanny Suimo means National Knit a Sweater in a Month. And there's the NaNoWriMo, which is National Knit a Novel in a Month. So it's a takeoff on the novel writing part. And I've never participated in Nanny Suimo before. And I'm not formally participating because I'm not going to count the stitches that I have. You're supposed to have like 50,000 stitches or something mm -hmm. in your, you know, your total garment. I'm not going to count. So I started a thread in our group. If you want to knit a sweater in the month of November, join in. And Ecuador is really cool. It's knit with light fingering weight yarn. So Hohi called for Malabrigo sock, but I'm using Dragonfly Fibers Pixie, which last episode we discussed how it's a little lighter mm -hmm. than Madeline Tosh, Tosh Merino light, that kind of single ply fingering. So it's a single ply fingering. It's very light. And the structure of the sweater you knit a rectangle for the back and then you knit wedges. So you pick up stitches along that rectangle. We're looking at Boo, he's sitting on the felted bag, his little bed. You pick up stitches and you knit the wedges perpendicular to the rectangle. And it's a really interesting construction and it's keeping me interested because there's also some lace work involved. It's not complicated lace at all but it's really pretty. I already love the way it's turning out and I've only knit a few of the wedges. I think by the time I'm done, I'll have to knit like 24 of them or something. So I have a long way to go, but it's really fun. I'm really enjoying it. It's very simple, but not completely brainless. I mean, you have to keep track of your rows. You have to pay attention and not blow it on the 
lace portion, and then there's a garter ribbed edge. So mm -hmm. a few things you have to pay attention to. But I'm really enjoying it, so I'm looking forward to finishing that. I don't know if I'll finish it in November or not. I may, I may not. There, you know, Mike's sweater has to get done by Christmas, so there are some priority knitting things going on. The other thing I'm knitting, and I mentioned this last episode too, are my toe-up socks with the gusset heel by Wendy Johnson, which I'm knitting in my White Birch Fiber Arts DK weight in the colorway Electric Slide. And I showed them, the first sock is done. I showed it to Charlene and it comes up all the way to my knee. A lot of knitting in this sock. <laughs> there is. Talk about Nano Swaymo. This has got to be a lot of stitches. It was. It was a lot of stitches. This I, is... Because my gauge is so loose, I knit that on like a size one and a half needle. And I was using a short circular needle and oh boy, did my hands get sore. Oh, so yeah. I was, okay, because my calves are bigger, a lot bigger than my ankles, I did a lot of increases and I was keeping very diligent track of increases and trying it on often, etc. But I just got on all fired up towards the end of October. I was like, I really want to finish my first sock. And that's when the weather started to get cold. So that first week in November, I just powered through I think I was just past the ankle and powered through the rest of the sock. Yeah. They look great. They're super cool. They the stripe fabulous. pattern is awesome. Yeah. And I wanted an 80s slouch style sock. Well, this fits me like a glove. I push yeah. it down to get the slouch. But they're completely 80 colors too to me. Yeah. So it's striped really with nice. teal, turquoise with gray and black. It's really cool. So there is a picture on my project page on Ravelry. So happy that one of these is done. I've got to start the second one, but like I said, Mike's sweater has to take some precedence. <laughs> but it's cold, and I want these warm socks on my feet. I want them on my feet. And I'm also working on my log cabin blanket. So I have finished one square since we last recorded, and another one's about halfway through. So cool. Lots of it's normally I'm pretty monogamous, and right now I have several different things happening all at yeah. the same time. I'm looking forward to this knitting year being over so I can get back to just. One I thing have a lot time. of little things going right now, too. And it's a little scattered. Exactly. And it's not... <laughs> usually when I'm scattered like that, it's almost stressful to me. But this hasn't been stressful this at all. This hasn't been stressful to me, either. Yeah. I, for some reason, I'm much calmer about it. But I've got lots of little project bags. <laughs> so do there, I. So. <laughs> I've never had so many project yeah. bags in use at the same time ever, I don't think. Yeah. All right, what have you finished? You have I've some finished awesome a finishes. few things. I did not bring my cowl out here. Did I show you my no. cowl? I'll have to get that out. I finished a test knit cowl pattern oh, by Elizabeth yeah. Doherty. It's a repeating stitch pattern, and the cowl is knit lengthwise like a scarf, and then it has button closures. Really, really cute. It's knit in fingering weight yarn. And because of that, I, would, I wouldn't call it a quick knit. And because it is knit lengthwise, I think that added to the time. I think if I were knitting a fingering weight cowl in the round, it would go a lot faster. But this, you stop, you turn, you stop, you turn, and go back and forth is really what I mean. But it was a great carry-around project. That's what Excellent. saved it for me because... My kids are starting their season of sports, and I've had a bit of time driving them around, waiting in the car, waiting in the gym, that kind of thing, and carrying 
around this cowl was just the perfect little project for me, which is also why I have the mitts and the hat on the needles now too, because I need that, need something to replace that. So that worked out well, and it's a new pattern, and I think she's going to have it out fairly soon, and I'll have pictures up probably by the time this episode comes out, because I think I took some. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm get, I've gotten bad about the photos. Well, it was too warm to do photos. Exactly, so exactly. Yeah. Second thing I have finished was uh, the mitts that I was talking about previously. I had to come up with a little quick pattern for some folks at the shop and have, I had several different versions of it, but I finally figured out an easy one that takes less than 100 yards for a pair. So I've had, I've knit several versions of that. Very happy with that. And then the last thing, which is my biggie, is I finished my Newsome cardigan. Newsome is a pattern by Bristol Ivy that I had previously stocked. And then someone at the yarn store where I work brought in her kit that she had purchased and she was starting it and I said oh, I've been wanting to make that sweater too I'll jump in and knit it with you so I don't know what the status of hers is I suspect she's probably done too because it's a very quick sweater to knit yeah, I'm there's, impressed. there's something about the construction of this sweater number one it's unusual and you know how I like the unusual construction of sweaters. So this one is really fun. It's knit in pieces and you start at the center back and knit up and out and then you knit the sleeves separately and then very last are the fronts. But it's got texture changes from stockinette to garter and it's got, I don't know, architectural lines, I guess you could call it. It's just, at the back has a panel of stockinette that comes to a point at the center back, and then it has garter stitch that starts at the center back bottom and gets bigger in an angle along the edge of the stockinette stitch. I don't know if that's a very good description. It's just cool construction like Bristol it's, Ivy does. It's a very cool yeah. construction. And then I really the collar... like the contrast of the way she did the garter against the stockinette. Yeah. And so the fronts are garter. The which fronts to are me garter. They must be so warm and snuggly. And then the collar is garter, but the sleeve comes out along the raglan shaping line in stockinette. So you get the two textures right next to each other. Really fun. And there's something about this, even though it was knit in pieces, like I said, that just went really quick. Maybe. It was because a lot of it, a fair amount of it, is knit in garter stitch. But that actually uses up more yarn, so I think it uses feels more like yarn, that should take but... longer. Than <laughs> I don't know. It. Yeah, because I don't you know. knit that so quickly. It, it was just really fun. You, I just kept knitting because I wanted to see where it was going and how it was all going to turn out. <laughs> and I, for this, I had three skeins of the genie. From Dragonfly Fibers in the color District 12, Genie Sock yarn, and I used almost all three skeins of it. Oh, when nice. I yeah, when I weighed my sweater, the weight of the sweater 
was almost three skeins, but I still have a little bit left. So I know I didn't weigh my skeins before I started, but my skeins were obviously a little overweight from the selling weight, which is nice. So I had a little extra. But I love this sweater. You have to wear that before this current <laughs> manicure is over. Because oh. look how well. <laughs> Charlene and I are a bit preoccupied with our nails right now. And we'll discuss that more <laughs> before the episode is over. But her sweater, the District 12 colorway, looks amazing with the nails right now. <laughs> so that's what I have finished. How about you? Nothing. Nothing. Well, I finished the fronts of Mike's sweater, a sock, and a log cabin square. But I haven't finished a project. Well, but that's progress. Yeah, that's a You've lot made of progress. progress. I've knit yeah. a lot of stitches, but Definitely. I don't have any FL stitches for it. Well, you have a whole sock. That was a I lot do. of it stitches. Was. It was an incredible <laughs> amount of stitches, which is pretty funny when you think about it. It was when I showed the family my finished sock, all three of them. That's really cool. I want some of those. And I was just thinking, not a chance. Not a chance. I'm not knitting any of you knee lake socks. Not going to happen. Yeah, especially on that tiny needle. No way. I could never do it. Nope. Maybe on thicker yarn. Yeah. Okay, so let's mention our nails. Okay. (laughs) So, Charlene and I, historically, well, we were saying that maybe in our younger single days, we might have spent more time paying attention to our nails. But historically, we aren't big fingernail people. But <laughs> we've, we've recently discovered something new to us called Jamberry Nail Wraps. Thank you, Amanda Smiley50, who is a member of our Ravelry group. She started selling Jamberries. And Charlene and I got instantly interested. Oh, let's check this out. What yeah. are these things? How do they work? Blah, blah, blah. Well, they're these great little, basically, stickers that you heat apply to your fingernails and Charlene's have stayed on for up to two weeks. I'm still mastering my application method to get mine to last that long, but they're so cool. I'm stunned. (laughs) I really am. Never thought I would be into doing my nails again or something like this. And we've been very entertained. Live and learn. Yeah, we've been sending each other pictures of our nails and our nails with our knitting and our nails with our bags and our nails with this. And right now I have on what's called stargazing and they are just sparkly, dark purple. And what are you wearing? I am wearing a clear wrap with lace over kind of a taupey nail polish. Which looks so good with that sweater. Yeah, kind of taupey, kind of gray. Very lovely. Very They're fun. They're just super fun. They've been very fun. <laughs> and, you know, to, very to silly, last for two weeks yeah. is just incredible. And they yeah, don't chip. it is. They do not chip like normal fingernail right. polish. I can't keep nail polish on for more than a day before it starts to chip, no matter what kind of gel or anything I use, unless I go to a salon and pay to have it applied, but then mm-hmm. my nails get thrashed. So... These haven't thrashed our nails. They've been really fun. Charlene had a cat manicure last week. Black cats. <laughs> I did. I posted a picture of that actually in one of the threads on Ravelry. Super cute. It is. So we will put a link to Amanda's Jamberry shop, which is pinky polka dot. There we go. See, we even know the name of the website. That's how bad it is. <laughs> So we'll we'll do a little link for you so that you can check them out if you're interested. But they have been really fun. We've both been impressed. And, you know, it's not knitting related at all. But, hey, you can see your nails a lot when you're knitting. Yeah. And when you like what they look like, it's just... It's fun. It's fun. So a little yeah. bit of girliness going yeah. on there. 
And we so, have some winners to announce. A few announcements and winners. Yes. So let's start with the winners because that's really fun. So we had a Melanie Berg self-published pattern of your choice. And we had 123 entries and the random number generator pulled 84, who is no dice. That's Jill in Los Angeles. Congratulations, Jill. Yay. You get to pick a pattern of her self-published designs. And do you want to have her contact you? Yeah, that's fine. So please contact Charlene and she will line that up for you. And then Elizabeth's book. Elizabeth's book was won by M.G. Glaude, Glaude, M. Glaude, who is Mary from Washington. Congratulations, Mary! I should, so. I should spell that M-G-L-A-U-D-E. Yeah, I don't know how you would pronounce yeah. that. So you won Elizabeth's book. Top knitting, Down. Top Down Reimagining Setting Sleep. Yes. Fantastic. So again, contact Charlene. She has that and we'll send it to you. So congratulations. That was really fun. We had lots of entries. In Actually, Elizabeth has it, but I'll contact Elizabeth. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and there are still one or two people who haven't contacted us for their Colors of Fall prizes. So please contact us by the end of this November. calendar year. This, did we oh, say we said this November. Calendar? Oh, okay. Well, I'm whatever. Sorry. Let's give you to the end of the calendar year. But if it's because I'm not going to mail mailed, anything out. Right. We're, right. Nobody, we're not at, going to the post office point, yeah. in this part of the year. So. Holiday madness has started. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's barely November, and I cannot believe all the Christmas stuff that's everywhere. I, I just can't believe that the stores are already packed with shoppers and I don't even shop Ugh. that much <laughs> I'm talking grocery stores it seems like people are already shopping people it, are it does already start earlier every year doesn't it it seems I like so. I mean this is a couple weeks in advance of U.S. Thanksgiving yeah. so it seems like from the week before Thanksgiving through the end of the Christmas holidays it's just Madhouse. Madhouse. And people <laughs> who are out driving who don't normally go out driving yes so yeah always a little bit treacherous. And apparently people who are out shopping who don't usually shop for food because I don't know where they are the rest of the year. Yeah, but. well, I don't know how they survive. <laughs> but the, but apparently Thanksgiving and Christmas, people shop for food that don't shop for food the rest of the year. So <laughs> who knows? <laughs> it's a strange phenomenon, at least in Santa Cruz. It is. <laughs> so, yes, those are our prize winners and... A couple of announcements? Yeah, go for it. Retreat Reminder. We are co-hosting a retreat along with the two Knitlit Chicks and other members of the committee. And the retreat will be in April 2016. We are accepting reservations now. If you are just hearing this podcast, we're closing registration mid-November. That would be November 15th. So if you hear this before the 15th and are interested please check our Ravelry group or the Northern California Knitting Retreat group on Ravelry to get your application in just under the wire. And we're super excited about that. I cannot believe the number of repeat attendees we have. I mean, almost everyone who attended last year yeah, is coming back. So I'm really excited. That says a lot We to had me. a great People, group. Yeah. If they were that pleased that they're coming back, that just makes me very 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 happy yeah. especially since this is a retreat in the true sense of the word retreat we do <laughs> not have activities planned this is well, no very very few activities planned this is 
a re go drive to the retreat center, take out your knitting and relax type of retreat. Yep. All the food is right there on site. It's delicious food. You don't have to go anywhere. Right. Or anything you don't have if you to don't cook, want to. clean or do housework. Nope. It's delightful. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it too. I am too. Last year I was much more not concerned, but you know, you've it's never done it before. Time. You don't know what to expect. It's I the was first really time nervous. And we had we had responsibilities, which is not to say we don't have responsibilities yeah, we this still time, do, but... but it's easier the second time around. Yeah. So now I can just be excited and know what's coming and yeah. So you're not facing an unknown. No, no, no. <laughs> and we okay. did also want to say we will be at Stitches in February mm -hmm. of two thousand sixteen. Just in case you're wondering, we will as always be there. Helping, we hope, in the Western Sky Knits booth and hopefully in the Dragonfly Fibers mm -hmm. booth. And there will be the meetup in the hotel bar that Saturday, Saturday afternoon. afternoon. And all the fun that can be had yeah. at Stitches. I'm so yeah. excited. I am too. Yeah, so already, you know, it's not even barely into November and I've already got the calendar slotted out for February <laughs> and April too. next year. I did too. Yep. Oh, family vacation? I have to plan. Well, wait a second. I have like these knitting events that I want to attend. Okay. Okay, so that was a shorter episode this a time. A shorter episode this time because we know that as we're heading towards the holidays, your time is shorter as is ours. And we will see you in two weeks. Yeah, thank you very, very much for listening and happy, happy knitting. knitting. Bye. Bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.